WWE Vince McMahon's daughter. Oh, I never watched that. That is really crazy. It's the least white thing about me. My goodness. Stephanie McMahon. Oh, oh, I know, I know the guy you're talking about. There's some WWE no- news too. There is some WWE news. Hold on, let me put this. It's been a while since I started with some music, and I like, I like the vibe today. Okay. You playing the new album? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we can talk about it. Not too much though. Not too much. Not too much. Oh, we ain't gonna talk about it too much. We're not doing the deep dive on this one. We could if you want to. I haven't heard it. You haven't heard it? I'm kind of surprised. You be, you kind of be. It's good for me. On things, you think? Uh, maybe. But you kind of be on things like as they come out, especially with music. Yeah. But just so I have something to say when y'all talk about it on the podcast. <laughs> All right. Welcome back to the podcast. <laughs> the energy level in this room is like intense right now. It's like the economy, it's down. <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Kerbin Johnston. Over there. We got Sue Neal. Okay. Uh, I, Chris. Off camera, Chris. <laughs> That's what they call me. And the white. Samson Burnett over here. Ooh, Samson. Yeah. Is your name Samson? No, no, It is It now. should be. I was going to say. I like Samson. Yeah, that's a very good name. Biblical. Yeah, yeah. That's why you cut your hair off. Ooh. Oh, I get it myself. Oh, that's why did, wait, you cut your hair on here? No, no. I was going to say, you have a talent? Damn it. That's why he grew it out. I think he did it. Uh, you, you let a woman cut your hair? Yeah. That's great. That is biblical, I guess. A lot of women, a lot of men don't allow women to cut their hair. Why not? I think it depends on the type of haircut that you yeah, have. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because well, we you're not going to a barber. We go to sports clips. We? we, go, we <laughs> I haven't been to sports clips in years. Remember, it's been a minute. He said we. This lady massaged my hair while she was shampooing it. I was like, yo. I think if you're free, I was like, oh. I think if you're using scissors, it's different from using clippers. You're going through your stylist. Right, 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 right. Clippers is a little. I've had bad experiences with women that. They use clippers? That have faded me, my hair when I was back when I had hair. I have also had horrifying experiences. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Obviously, <laughs> yeah. I'm actually growing my hair back out again because I, I got a series of right bad haircuts. I know. So, anyways, um, welcome back to the show, everybody. Hey, if you stop listening, wh- why? <laughs> Come yeah. back. They can't hear you. They stop listening. <laughs> well, maybe they caught this one like a fringe one. I'll ask every week yeah. for a while. There you go. Um, Okay, so there's uh there's there's like a slow it's like a slow week, but also at the same time there's a lot of stuff that's happening. Right. So um, first off, happy Father's Day to all the kings out there yeah. taking care of their children. Well, let's be honest, Father's Day is a very insensitive uh, yeah, holiday. Everywhere. Um, I can't wait to tell my dad happy Father's Day when he comes back. Yeah, <laughs> one one day. Haven't you got saved up for him? Something yeah. tells me the milk is spoiled. It's, yeah, <laughs> I feel like he won the lotto that he went to go buy the tickets for. Wow. So, <laughs> 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 props to you, pops. Great guy. Sure. 
Um, Whatever. <laughs> Michael Michael Sabatis. Yeah. Good old Michaelson Sabatis. <laughs> um, of course, I say his last name properly, and then I say Sabalos. Sabalos. Uh, so last week, um, we shot a video for, for Kanganis. Yes, we did. How's that yeah. doing? It's good. First cut is done. Mm-hmm. Um, did you good. like it? I did. I really okay. did. Was it um, another music theme? Yeah. It was a cool. Like the it. mix is great. I like what they did with it. Um, it's a lot different from what I. My cousin did all the like the basic arrangements, like mm-hmm. in like GarageBand or something like that. Oh wow! And so um, they took it. and They just made it their own because mm-hmm. he had a band like ready to go. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, even better. I don't have to worry about that. So cool. They're still from your. Was it last summer mm-hmm. where you did that? You, not all of that has been released yet. Is no, it? I still have two more. Nice. It's been working on like. Because yours hasn't been released. That's what I'm waiting for. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because people out. don't realize Sabayos over here got a voice on him. Uh, and you still haven't released that video it was just that I'm waiting for. What, what, what song did you do again? Uh, Justin Timberlake. I did Senorita. Oh. You don't remember? I don't. You were there. I, I, re- I remember <laughs> you singing. I just don't remember what song. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know that song, actually. Uh, what? I don't know the song. You put it. It's the one that Pharrell does like the yeah, intro for. It's, it's one of his biggest solo songs. Really? Mm-hmm. Off, like, his I, I'm like album. not a big Justin Timberlake fan, so I good. like don't know his uh, stuff all that well. It's all good. But yeah, yeah, those are coming out soon. I just I took a break on them because I didn't know how to roll out marketing and all that. But email lists. Yeah, <laughs> figured it out now. That's that's the key. got a plan. Yeah, got yeah. to. Um, okay, well, good. Uh, this was your. Your moment to let Kagana sh- shine. Yes, big stuff coming out. Show the, the merch. Website's the almost. Oh really? Done. Oh good. I bought the domain like a year and a half ago. Yeah, because you know. That's funny. He re- stealing that. He's re- he re-upped the domain before he actually put up a website. Exactly. Listen, yeah. people, like people yeah, actually don't really recognize yeah. how hard it is actually to get something off the ground. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like remember that lady that paid for all these kids. Um, um, LLCs when they graduated from college, mm-hmm. man, I would have been upset if she got that for me. I'd be <laughs> like, like, now Dang. I have to pay for this every single year. I well, didn't do you get the first idea. year free? No, you have to pay it's the eight hundred. Nothing's <laughs> free. <laughs> no, 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 no. But you have like X amount of time to pay that eight hundred dollar. Yeah, yeah, like she probably paid for the first year. Right, right. That's okay, and then like you got to re up. But yes. getting that LLC is not only that too. Like you got to get your your. Your, your city paperwork yeah, and all, everything yeah, costs. Exactly. I would have just been like, yeah, yeah, yeah just number. give me the money. Like, yeah. why would you open that for me? For Same money, spend the what seventy dollars to get the sole proprietorship right to start. And, then- and what's even worse is you have to pay to close it. Yes. <laughs> so it's like, lady, I yeah, understand that you want me way. to be a business owner, but I actually really want to go work at Chase Bank. Yes. Right. You know. Um. So it, it's very hard. So it you know, it'd be taking time. Sometimes yeah. just take time. Yeah. yeah. I remember this YouTuber said recently, he was like, you know, making YouTube videos is really hard. And he makes like music review videos. And you would see videos where in the middle, his hair is like a little different. Mm-hmm. But you don't know. <laughs> it takes forever. Like what? Like took space in between. Yeah. yeah. But he, he says like, it's because I stopped the video and I went to go. Uh, oh, yeah, for yeah, sure. yeah. And, right yeah. Yeah. And he's like, you, you guys thought I just. Did this straight through? Right. <laughs> He's like, nope. that's my creative process. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I need more inspiration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if that's what you have to do for a year, yeah. chafe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, what's been going on with you? <sighs> Nothing. You look like you lost some weight. 
I, I'm trying face. to actually. Really? I'm trying to lose some weight because I was like 205, and I yeah, it's time to cut back. Yeah. To like what? 203. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm 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 working. I'm helping my girlfriend with her movie. You really uh, love this girl. Shh. I don't want, I don't want her knowing that. <laughs> <laughs> Give her a little. He's powers. like so proud of her. It's like adorable. <laughs> I know. You know. She was on Jeopardy. Everyone. She. Oh, <laughs> oh, I plugged it. I plugged, plugged the episode. Yeah. Yeah. Plugged the episode. I did it. That's sweet. Yeah, I'm working for you, Kelby. You know that. That's right. right. That's right. I was there. I saw you yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, technically. And Sunil, I seen you like in random pictures on Snapchat. What you been doing? Random pictures on Snapchat. Yeah, like I don't know the location, uh, but it's just kind of like if it's on Snapchat, it's the gym. Oh, yeah, every single time. Usually, oh, I see, I see, I see. Um, but yeah, just actually had a week off this week, so you did. Mm-hmm. What did you do? Uh, not much. You didn't go to Puerto Rico. Nah, <laughs> stay local. A little staycation. Staycation. A little shorty on his own. Nah, no. C- a couple. Nah. You know what I actually did experience And I think it's pretty dope Uh Have you ever been to one of these um, Like lit brunches No Yeah so there was this um, There's this place in Hollywood It's called No Jealousy So it's only Mm. on Sundays You have to make reservations to get in Mm. And it's like A complete lituation man Mm. It is like they have these So you've heard of like fish bowls right Right Mm -hmm. So I, when I was looking at the menu, they, they said these like, I forgot what they called them. But in my head, I was thinking it's a fish bowl, but it's actually a punch bowl. So oh, they take shit. this big tub and they pour like just a ton. It's like basically um, death. No, I remember in college, like or like college parties, high school parties where they did like just you throw oh, everything yeah. a, into a, jung- a jungle, bo- jungle, jungle yeah, thing? jungle yeah. punch or yeah, whatever. Yeah, jungle uh, juice. Yeah, yeah jungle yeah. juice. There uh, it is. Oh, yeah. Jungle juice. So it's like that. They didn't go to college. Or high school. I've gotten in trouble with jungle juice before. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, it's like they're carrying these things around. Like it's like 200 bucks Damn. for this thing. Like oh, You got money. Yeah, people were just like drink. People were drinking. <laughs> well, I, I ended up oh, because you, it was just you, me and uh, no, I didn't do that. Me and this girl were together. They have these. Um, it was like a baby bottle, but it was like big, oh, and they same. they put um, alcohol in there. It was pretty. It's just like That's a fun funny. time. Food's good, all that kind of stuff. They're playing music. Um, it's like it was just it, it was just a good vibe. Like we had a really good time for That's like awesome. you got two three hours lit. Dude, they have like nurses walking around throwing oh, alcohol shoot. in your mouth. Stuff Real like nurses? That. These RNs? Nah. These certified nurses? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know where they. Where, I don't know where they got certified. But um, did you register like, that gun? <laughs> they have like games. Oh, okay. So like you spin this wheel and then you play a game. So mine was Rochambeau with uh, the waitress, and, what, and then um, I obviously beat her. Uh, and uh, rock oh, paper scissors. Oh, 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 okay, okay. And uh, I got a free shot out of it, like stuff wow. like that. It was a good time. Man, mm-hmm. I need to go do that. You yeah, guys want to go? Good. I was actually going to invite you to West Hollywood the other night. You should have. Yeah, I thought about it and I was like, because I, I wasn't quite sure I was going to go. Uh, okay. And then by the time I was there, I was like, oh, damn, Shabazz would really love the smell of. Coke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. And we forget that poor Chris I've been off that stuff for years. Kill the smell at So it's like, yeah, I, I figured, I saw something, I was like, you look like you're having a good time, and yeah. it didn't look like the gym. 
Yeah, I'm okay. always having a good time. Ooh, okay. You got to enjoy life these days, man. <laughs> got to figure true. out there's so much negativity going on, so many things to be sad about. You got to work really hard to find, uh, make sure that you're mm-hmm. enjoying the moments. Have you ever been to uh, Mama Shelter? Hey, for everybody who's listening from uh, overseas. Thanks, but we're talking about LA stuff right now. <laughs> oh, oops. <laughs> What's Mama Shelter's restaurant? Uh, it's a rooftop restaurant. I have not. Yeah, I went there, and I used to go there back in the day when uh, Nami worked there. Oh yeah. yeah. And uh, I got a salad uh-huh. and a spear of chicken, and it was ninety dollars. And you want me to go here? Did you get a drink? I, you know, no I can't drink. Well, like a Water? soda. No, the the drink was the cheapest part. Like it really? was separate. I paid like the bar, and then the food. How big was the spear? It was a kebab, right? Yeah. How and it went ninety dollars. I was like on the elevator. Welcome like, to LA. I had a really good time. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Out. Right. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's out. It's expensive outside. It's oh, expensive, nice. but like if you budget enough, there's other nights that I've gone out this week and it's been cheap. Like I went to a uh, uh, Buffalo Wild Wings and I ate. Everything in the store and it was twenty dollars. Yeah, yeah. If you go on the right night, everything is yeah, yeah. one half off. Or I like B Dubs. Yeah, I like B Dubs wings, but um, Wingstop's ranch is way better. Mm. I like Wingstop a little better than B Dubs. You like Wingstop more? Yeah, their ranch is their ranch is good. Pretty, I like really their honey mustard. Is it that thick? That thick ranch? Um. It's just know. flavor. The yeah. flavor is like because you know they got the liquidy ranch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. like that's not it. The Nature's Valley. It's not like necessarily thick, but it's just the flavor is way better. I haven't been to a- to the point like my boy when I go, um, my best friend in Irvine. When we go watch football and stuff, we'll get wings mm-hmm. and we'll get the wings from B Dubs, but then we'll order like fries from Wingstop just to get a whole get bunch of ranch. ranch. That's smart to be able to eat it with the wow. um, B Dubs wings. It is, this is a serious thing. Like the ranch is way better. This is gonna be the biggest segment we've ever done. There, there, yeah. is, there is ranch supremacy, like McDonald's ranch. Not as good as other people's ranch. Well, they just added ranch to their menu, right? Who did? McDonald's. No, no, no I've had been had having the ranch forever. They've had it for a while. No, for the not, chicken for like nuggets. When I was a kid, there was no ranch. No, no. no for the chicken right. nuggets. Like, Carl's was Jr. had it first. There was, I've Carl's always Jr. known McDonald's that have ranch. Yeah, me but too. But I don't eat at McDonald's too often. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Way to rub that in. <laughs> I eat at Taco Bell a lot. Did you Taco Bell ah, had oh, the? That's why you losing weight. The Mexican came, pizza came and gone. <laughs> Mexican pizza came and went, bro. Yeah. Oh really? Already? It's gone again. They, so so it's a chicken. national. It's a national out- shortage of Mexican pizza. Yeah, literally. <laughs> wow. They they the, the, the tostadas. It's nationwide. They're out. So like all the Taco Bells around here, um, they'll have a sign that says we um, we. Well, we, we underestimated the popularity of the item, so we don't get sold out. <gasps> Thanks, wow. Doja Cat. Yeah, honestly. The, the Tostadas factory burned down, too? Because they're all, it's all burning down. <laughs> the Tostada <laughs> factories? Well, I'm saying, do you see all these food processing plants burning yeah. down across the country? I keep hearing about that, but I ain't seen one. I guess yeah. the Tostadas well, we, we don't really have them right here. <laughs> 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 yeah. When, when's the last time you saw a food processor? I see, I see Jimmy John's food processor. It'd be smelling, too. <laughs> They'd be killing the pigs. Yeah. <laughs> I go fast, man. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so tell me more about this, because I've seen, like, they're saying like the, the the factories are burning down. Is somebody burning them down, or is it just they have you know, a te- conspiracy theorists no. gonna be? Okay, but did it happen twice and then now it's no, like it's happened a bunch it's, of times. It's like in the dozens now. What? It's a lot. It's a lot. Dozens. That's why people are like, anytime there's some kind of national news thing, conspiracy theorists believe that it's to hide 
something else that's going on. Like Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Yeah. 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 Aquaman. Interesting. But it's more than that. Like chicken, uh, not plantations. I don't want. I don't want to call them chicken coops. Chicken farms. Chicken farms. There you go. That's a word for them. And then cattle ranches. Uh huh. Uh, thousands of animals are dying. Big chicken, man. Big chicken. You seen Super Size Me too? So, like, the overall thought process for okay. conspiracy theorists is sure. that there's like globalists. Have you heard of the term globalists? Yeah. So basically, it's uh, all about a power grab. So making things where they become under the power of the government. So if there's a lot of food shortages, if there's things like that, prices go crazy, all that kind of stuff, then people will start looking to the government to solve their problems. Well, whenever you look to the government to solve your problems, they're able to get power over that. So a lot of the conspiracy theorists believe that these food shortages, these um, gas prices, all these types of things are to get the society to a point that they're okay with government subsidizing things, government taking over things, mm-hmm. government, you know, taking grabbing more power. And this is the way that they get the people to go with it. And it's all true too. Oh, it's very true. Man. <laughs> I don't know about right. this stuff. Yeah, but this is why we need a third camera. Right. Um, I didn't say that. Um, <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Um, so <laughs> there's so much to be said about these gas prices. Yeah. Um, I feel like the conversation comes and then goes and then comes and then goes. Um, well, they say Putin and then they, then they say, that's it. They say they blame it on Putin and then they. But they're on. saying that the gas companies are just. Gouging too. Yeah. Yeah. Which could be true. Yeah, because they're saying the cost of a barrel or whatever of oil is not more expensive than it was in 2008 and or when the last big thing happened. And then and then back then it was still like the national average was like three bucks. But now I just paid a little over seven dollars. Really? Wait, where was that? I saw you posted a picture of seven Um, like something. Yes, almost eight dollars. I didn't buy that. I just was walking down the street. And I was like, "What is this?" Where, where, where All around um, here, it's yeah, six it's like something. West Hollywood area. Yeah, six, West Hollywood. Oh, yeah. yeah, but then what's crazy is if you go right two streets down, it was like six something. Mm. Six, yeah, like I couldn't understand why that one. But then there, there's another one that's like eight dollars. Yeah, I think it has to do with contracts and also probably area as far as rent for rent yeah income yeah all all that that kind of stuff stuff. yeah it's it's very unfortunate we're in an unfortunate time um i finally got to ride in a kia um telluride and the guy was like yeah i pay 120 dollars to fill the car up and i was like damn this is the car i want Mm -hmm. but i can't i just got a kia you You got a kia kia forte why'd you do that i like i liked it what year 2022 oh Touching the wire. Don't How much was it? Uh, I didn't buy it. I'm leasing it. Uh, why'd you do that? Because have you seen car prices right now? I have. They're nasty. Yeah. They're not. Okay. Used used car? Even used cars. They're, they used were cars down are a little bit. I mean, you, you the same price that you're paying, like the budget that you were saying yeah. for me to do, 
You can't find a car under 140,000 miles. What's the Kia Forte? So? I told you to get a Toyota and a Honda. Yeah, I don't My want My car, car has 200,000 miles on it. That's great. And it's a lituation. <laughs> but do you feel like culture is shifting because of what's going on right now with the economy and all that kind of stuff? No, I don't. Honestly, I'm a big fan of uh, whatever you say you deserve. And during COVID, people said... The economy doesn't matter. People over profit, blah, blah, blah. If you're one of those people that said people over profit, and then now we have all these national shortages, international shortages, and, you know, companies didn't want to make things for X amount of months to protect their workers, and money's not important, well, then just pay it and shut up. That's how I feel. Well, I do think culture shifting. So did you see that tweet that Jake Paul put out? I did not. Oh, I did. He said something about Biden. Yeah. So Jake Paul. This isn't all Biden's fault. All right, can we set up the thing before we like just answer the question right away? So, anyways, he put up that um, basically gas prices. He put up the price of uh-huh. gas, housing, whatever, 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 uh-huh. and then said, "If you voted for Biden and aren't regretting that decision, you are America's problem." Now, whether you agree with that statement, don't agree with that statement, is not to me the major point. Chris, can you pull up the tweet? Sure, Jake Paul. I could do oh, it right now. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. So we could read it. I could do it right now. Okay. But I'm looking it up right now because this was his like most popular tweet ever. Okay. Before you read it, I remember during Trump's first year where everything was kind of going good. They were, they were saying the experts, you know, quote unquote, they were saying that everything in the first year of a presidency. Put the thing. From, put the thing in your mouth. Yes. Sorry, I was trying. I was choking there for a bit. Everything from the first year of a presidency comes from the last administration's policies. But now it's like they're trying to not say that because after a year and then a continuation of it, like it's still the same track it was at the beginning of the year. Like as soon as Biden became president, things started going bad. Yeah, but that's not kind of what I, the point that I'm making because everybody has their opinions on it. But this is the this is the uh, tweet. It was put out June 11th um, of this year. So he put one highest gas gas prices, two worst inflation, three plummeting crypto prices, four highest rent prices ever, five created new incomprehensible incom- language. If you're reading this and voted for Biden and you still don't regret it, then you are the American problem. And why I saying culture shifting is I remember we've done this podcast for what under two years? Has it been about two years? Sure. What do you what do you think, Chris? I remember in the first year that we did it, we were talking very much about how like you couldn't necessarily speak up against the Democratic Party or you couldn't really bring up conservative like that you're going to vote for Republicans and stuff like that. Like it was a big deal that you had to keep your mouth shut, especially from Hollywood, the influencer class, the elite class, stuff like that. Right. If you were a conservative voice and you came out, you were going to be canceled. You were going to be attacked, all this kind of stuff. Now you're seeing Jake Paul come out with something like that. You, you, you see Elon Musk um, stating that he's willing, he's going to vote for, um, most likely vote for a Republican over a Democrat mm-hmm. when he's never done that before. And you see just like there's a lot more um, people that were staunch Democrats that are like 
basically seeing how society is with, you know, certain things, not just the economy, but also some of the cultural shifts Mm -hmm. or that are being tried to have, especially with the school system and, you know, things that are going on there. And it seems like there's a more openness to be what I guess like is center, but because the Overton window has shifted so much that people consider it the right. Well, I think that there's so it's, it's very difficult to ban the masses. That's number one. Um, if, if a lot of people are saying the same thing, uh, now it's too obvious to ban those voices, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. I think oh, you said ban or bend? Ban. Oh, ban. Yes. B-A-N. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think the Biden slander, just about everybody has. It, it's like almost everybody feels similarly, mm-hmm. um, whether if it's about one thing or another. Most people really don't like him because he hasn't canceled student loans yet. Well, that's one segment of society. Right. But that's like one very large. If you ever just. One of his base. Yeah. A large portion of his base. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's the economy. But like I said, I don't really blame all of it on Biden, but I understand the push to do so. But um, I, I, I don't know if culture is shifting. I just think people are just a little bit more comfortable speaking out about what they believe. Um and also at the same time too, like the media plays a good nar- like a good narrative in this. Every day, I get multiple text notifications of a story that's just like the lowest ever, historic lows. Like it's all so like mm-hmm. this is the worst ever. That yeah, you can start to think that way. But um, <laughs> if you were gonna buy groceries and you spent a hundred dollars your groceries are probably now ten dollars more expensive ten percent you know what i mean how how scary is that not very that depends that depends on what you who you who you are i think ten dollars to certain segment of population is a lot it is a lot because it's not shattering your world it is no it's not okay well i think that i think that that comes from a different place then because maybe it doesn't for you, but if you have a family of four or five and you already are budgeting where every little thing mm. is, is as a place for it, like your check is already divvied up for what it needs mm. an extra $10 in groceries an extra $10 in gas an mm. extra $10 in eating out, all that kind of stuff does make a big impact. It, it makes an and shattering impact. impact, not just like, it's a noticeable thing to I, where people I are complaining about. I can't figure out a way to believe that. If it, that just means that the economy and people are more fragile than you think. But if you if you really believe that a 10% increase, like you can cut a lot from your lifestyle. Yes or no? Right? Like you don't have to eat out. You don't have to do all these things. If money is already tight for you, just know like, okay, we're going to cut this. We're going to cut that. But if... $10 for every $100 is added on to your bill, and this is shattering your world, I think that there's a larger problem at hand. It, it's so not, then why would anybody complain about a 10% tax increase? Well, here's the thing. A would ten, you complain if your taxes went up 10%? Well, 
Okay, well, what kind of tax? Is it a marginal tax? Are you talking about just a flat? Let's say income tax goes up 10%. Okay, well, I'll tell you what. I think that still doesn't shatter your world. So, but you would be, you, you think that, so here's the thing. Like and what, also, that is a totally different comparison. To, that's taxing all of your money. I'm saying a 10% increase, that, like gas is a different story. Gas has gone up two times over, or even some, in some places, three times over. Mm-hmm. That's very different than 10%. 300, 300% is very different than 10%. So if we're talking like specifically inflation, not gas prices, but like inflation is up 10%, and you're saying that's shattering your world, I just won't believe you. Like, I just won't. The wrong language here. Not shattering, but I I know people who, most people live paycheck to paycheck, right? Right. But a lot of people, what are most of millennials and maybe Gen Z, not Gen Z. What's the one before that? Gen X. So Gen X, millennials, and Gen Z, Uh they have extreme credit card debt. Yes. And the, I think the interest rate is going up on that. I'm Mm -hmm. not sure if I read that correctly, but it's going up. Mm -hmm. And I I pulled one friend out of debt because he was like, you just couldn't even pay off anything off. Mm-hmm. Every month, mm-hmm. it's just going up and up and up. So, all right, fine. I'll, I'll pay off your credit card debt. Just pay it back when you can. Because mm-hmm. the the interest, and the inflation, everything was just killing him. Mm-hmm. He could not get out of it. Okay, here's my question for you: Who put him in credit card debt? He did, because okay. he could not afford cost of living, and that was in Idaho. Okay, and that was his only option to get a credit card. So, what you're saying to me is that you paid off his debt, knowing that he will go right back into debt. No, he hasn't got back into debt. But you're talking about two different things. I am talking about two different so, things. So, but you're talking about personal account, which I absolutely agree. I'm 100% mm-hmm. with you on it. Uh-huh. What I'm saying is, it is if we're voting people into power that are making it more difficult to do the same things that we were doing under a different regime, that's an issue. Whether or not you can adjust in all those types of things, that's absolutely, you sh- you can do that. But our job isn't to adjust to people that are doing yeah, things to make our life harder. It, no, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. But we that's have what we're talking. Of course you have to. But what we're talking about is that you're already making something difficult. If I'm, if I'm working for a boss that makes my job harder, right, mm-hmm. I'm going to, I could adjust and just do that. Or I could go find another job with better leadership and better management, right? right? But that's not the options that we have. I know, but to act like there shouldn't, to negate people complaining, to negate people's anger, mm-hmm. because, hey, you could just adjust. Well, that's not, I that's don't think That's not what I'm saying. I'm not negating people's anger. I'm just saying that the response to it is a little bit manufactured. Because when I hear... So how is it manufactured if it's, it's because legit anger? My thing is, if prices rose a little bit and the overall media didn't say this is the end, it, this is the worst ever, record-breaking, shattering, everything is awful. They're everything, not. Yeah, they, they are. Not the mainstream media. I'm getting the notifications okay, every day. Okay, but that's from certain so, But factions. just listen. I, you get you get those tweets like Jake Paul highest this ever blah mm-hmm. blah blah. It it plays a psycholog- a psychological part in people's brain that makes them feel like this is the worst ever, and it's not. Like I understand how is it not the worst ever? When have you ever 
paid as much as you paid in gas right now. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about full-on inflation. Yes, gas is very expensive, but gas was also expensive in 2012 here in LA back when we worked at that company and we had to drive for a living and I remember paying over $5 a gallon. Forgot about that? Yeah, but that's a much different from what we're paying right now. Yeah. What I'm saying is, as far as the inflation goes, the 10%, I understand it's annoying. It may even be more difficult for some people, but there is this narrative that the world is ending. It's over. Everything is just blah, blah. like, I think people need to take a little bit of perspective. Yes. Use your anger and channel it to voting people in that you prefer. Hey, we're going to find ways to make this work a little bit better, but there is, I'm just essentially saying that there's this, feeling that this is the worst ever everything is destructive it's over and it's just like calm down a little bit i haven't heard anybody say stuff like that to that extreme but i do think that like i'm with you i'm more about personal accountability so the going out got a lot more expensive what do i do i don't go out as much right Mm -hmm. but i think that it's very challenging and i'm seeing the repercussions of this throughout society we just came from uh, a year and a half, two year lockdown where people weren't going out mm-hmm. because they couldn't. Mm-hmm. Now people, now things have just gotten way more expensive. So now people are having to limit what they can do, uh, go out, all that kind of stuff because they can't afford to. Okay. And and it's just like a long period of just struggle for a lot of society that just. Is it, is it, can people change their situations? Absolutely. But the reality is most people don't, right? That's just how society is. What are we supposed to do about that? Well, I think that, I think that one, we could start drilling in the U.S. so that gas prices go down. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so you that's say that. One thing. We're going to send this to Biden. No, I'm, I get what you're saying. We're talking about people fi- like getting upset that they don't feel like they're in control of the circumstances around them. Now, can people adjust, save more, not go out as much, eat, let all these kind of things? Absolutely. And people are doing that. It's not like people are just out here just like I can't live. No, people are still living. People are just surviving. People, all that kind of stuff. But the angst and the anger is real. Like anytime I'm talking to people on every day, like at the bank, that are just upset and frustrated with what it is coming in being like, you know, I need like, Oh, I need, can you waive these fees? Can you waive this? Because you know, my bills got out or like people having like, if their credit card bill came out on the seventh instead of the 11th, that it messes up their, uh, like it messes up things for them. Like Mm -hmm. that like for things to be that tight, right. Now you can say, oh, why are they in that situation? Why didn't they get more skills? Why didn't that? It's kind of like the same mentality of like when the truck drivers and all that kind of stuff, there was this whole thing like learn to code. Right. It's like I know. You're, so that it kind of sounds like that's what that's you're. That's not what I'm saying. Well, it sounds I, it because no, you're it's amazing. not. Then listen better. What I'm saying talk, is. Maybe speak more clearly. What I'm saying, and I'm, I'm speaking very clearly. What I'm saying is the energy that all things are so viscerally terrible is not true. 
That's what I'm saying. I'm saying that if you really believe that for every hundred dollars you spend, ten dollars is literally breaking your neck as an average person, not a person who has a three hundred thousand dollar income. And now all of a sudden everything is thirty thousand dollars more. Expensive. I'm talking about the average person who's going to spend three hundred dollars at the market. Understandably so, you're going to spend $30 more. Understandably so, that's annoying. But there is this overall overwhelming feeling this is the worst thing ever. Your life is over. And what I'm saying is that's something you need to rein in. That's all yeah, I'm saying. I'm just not like, seeing look, that look, worst look, thing ever. You showed me your crypto thing yesterday, yeah. right? I saw how much you lost. Yeah. I think the normal person would hang themselves. Well, I'm not a normal person. Okay, right. Well, sure. Right. But I got a text um, yesterday about somebody who lost money in their 401k, a good amount of money. And it was like the most depressing hit to them. And you I'm, I, I'm almost like wanting to reassure them, like, look, <laughs> just take it easy. You know, this has happened 14 times since the Great Depression. It takes 13 months on average to get out of these things up to 24 months. It. Like there's this just overall mentality that, oh, Biden, we're dying, inflation, all this. Like, I think that is just attributing to people's just anxiety and depression. Overall, just their well-being is their quality of life is going down because it seems like it's affecting you more than it is. That's the only thing I'm saying. I'm saying, yes, be angry. But utilize that anger to get what you want in the future when the time is right. But you're saying, we need to drill in America. We need to do this. We need to do that. We're complaining. We need to do all this stuff. And then at the end of the day, what happens? Nothing happens. So the only thing we could do is utilize these resources in our own selves to say, okay, these are the challenges I'm facing today. I'm not going to let this affect me so deeply that now I can't live my life. That's all I'm saying. I'm literally not saying that this is you know, you don't have a right to complain. I understand that. I understand that it's expensive for everybody, but it's just, I'm, I'm seeing that everybody's having such a hard time with it, that there are people who are literally like shaking in fear. And yeah. it's but not, that's, that's society not, overall, right? That's what happened with COVID. That's what happened with anything, right? Because obviously the political class is going to try to maximize everything. But I do, I do think that, the way that I, I look at it is I'm with you. I'm all about self-accountability and you just have to adjust and all that kind of stuff. What I am saying that is eventually if you just go into that mindset and become apathetic to the choices that you could make to put in better leadership or whatever the case, whatever it is, and mostly more at a local level than a federal level because you can't change the federal thing. That's too much craziness going on, but... I think that sometimes that thought process that you're having, like you get over it and then you, you, you forget what, what it was like. And then you keep, you keep doing the same, making the same choices over and over and over again that continue to lead to the same things. Most of us are from immigrant families, mm -hmm. right? Except for you. Your people I stole mean, the land. Irish. You know. And... Though, on average, most of our parents and whatnot are doing fine mm -hmm. now. Everybody's doing pretty okay. But if you ever ask them what it was like, even if they were here in the Clinton era, where technically the country was doing super great, but they had just got here or whatever, and life was not as easy. Do you think that they forgot those times? What it was like to just be new here, have no money, no skills, no, nothing that, uh, um, that the country wanted to reward them for? Do you think they forgot that? 
Mm, I don't think it's as impactful anymore. I I don't believe my family's ever forgotten that because I hear it all the time. Back when I was a taxi driver, mm-hmm. you know, and I have people in my family that make a lot of money and they do all right for themselves, but they never forget where they came from. And so to me, yes, on average, people might forget. They might. Because people forgot that gas was expensive last year. It wasn't as expensive as it is today, but it was expensive. Mm-hmm. And then if you ask them, they, would, they probably would think that it was a dollar. Right? People do forget. But if you go for a long period of time where you are suffering and you have to make do, which is what humans have to do, you have to make do, I think later on down the line, they're going to say, you know what? I had to make do for a while. I had to... I had to put things to the side and I don't want to do that anymore. And if you look historically, we got a lot of one-term presidents that people were like, well, I have to make do under uh, George HW. <laughs> Bye. I don't, I don't like how I felt under Trump. Bye. Joe Biden. Probably <laughs> probably out of here. Yeah, you know con- what I mean? It's all contrast. Yeah. So it's like, I don't think people, people are going to forget how they felt for a while. Mm-hmm. Like if they if I had to feel this way for like three years and I'm like, OK, cool, I'm not going to let this affect me in the sense of like now I feel like I have no power. And that's the ultimate point I'm trying to make. People feel like they have there's nothing to fight for and there's there's no reason for them to just make adjustments to life. Yeah, people are going to punch you all throughout your whole life. Are you either going to learn to bob and weave or are you just going to learn to have a really stiff face? Yeah. It's up to you. It's never going to be perfect. Exactly. Like. Uh, what was that quote from Condoleezza, Condoleezza Rice where they're asking her like, oh, how what language is she speaking in? Because you know she's a... Condo- what? She's black excellence. <laughs> Condoleezza Rice, they asked her, oh, how are race race relations compared to back in the 60s? And she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, no, like this is much better than it is back then. What are you talking about? So it's always going to be better than it was back then, but it's never going to be perfect. We're never going to get to perfection, ever. Yeah, there's a really good speech by Obama. I think he was on Mark Maron's podcast. And he mentioned, like, there has been incredible improvements in race relations in our nation. But at the same time, just like you said, it still exists. Problems still exist. And um, just like something that we I posted on the page the other day, why they want to cancel uh, Father's Day. Mm-hmm. And this guy said... Well, it's hard because they're sh- shooting and hunting all these black people down. Like, I wish you guys could have seen the response in on Twitter where they were like, you can't just keep putting out on everything. You know, <laughs> if you're an absentee father, but just claim that you're that. And <laughs> you, know what I'm saying? you know, so I, I, I think like we just everybody got to just take a breath. You know, I understand it's hard outside. It's been hot outside for a good minute. But at the same time, a lot of y'all in COVID got that PPP. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, and I think people need to understand, like, the repercussions of choices that they make, right? I agree with that. So whether that be personal choices or choices that the government makes, like like you said, like, all, all, all that we're dealing with right now is because of the choices that were made a few years ago during COVID. And that's not just a Biden thing. Trump did it like the Congress, Senate, local governments, all that kind of stuff. You have to because at the end of the day, like. Eventually, you got to pay the bill. You could postpone it as long as you want, but eventually, like you got to pay that bill. And it's true. And ultimately, a lot of that is response to what people asked for. 
Yeah. I know in COVID, everyone say, oh, these other countries got a million dollars a household. Well, if the government's going to pay you to sit at home, somebody's going to have to pick up the tab right. eventually. You know, so it's it. There's that's why I say I don't think it's all Biden's fault. I'm not a huge Biden person, but I do like to be objective and just say, okay, cool. Well, what is what is at hand here, and what is it that he did, and what can we do in the future to make this better? But you know, I think that there's a good media play at hand where some of these people are like, okay, this is our way to get Biden out the inflation or gas prices or this or that. And I, I don't know if it's 100% all of his fault. That's all I'm saying. I mean, I think whoever is in leadership at the moment always takes the blame, regardless of if it's a Democrat, Republican, whatever the case may be. Like, I remember that was a big thing. Um, through any, any time it changes power, like they'll, the, if there's something negative going on, the party in power is going to blame it on the previous administration that was a different party. If things are good, the party and the opposite party is going to be, well, these were because of policies from previous administrations, all that kind of stuff. So it's like about that. But what um, my overall point to start this off is, is this is the first time that I noticeably could remember a shift in Hollywood, like, the like big time names like social media influencers, all that kind of stuff that are going against what usually is the party that you're not supposed to go up against from these areas. Like Jake Paul wasn't saying this kind of stuff previously. Elon Musk wasn't getting as active in all this kind of stuff. I feel like the Elon Musk thing was a play though. Could be whatever the reason is. I don't, I, I'm not trying to say what the reason, I'm just saying that it's happening. Joe Rogan hasn't been this open about stuff like that before. What I'm saying is, it's getting to a point where it seems like a lot of people that usually either stay out of it or, you know, just don't say anything are now speaking up, which is much different from where, it, where, where it's been previously. This is true. I always say that if we have, if you're in such a good time in society, which we are, we have to kind of invent issues to kind of entertain ourselves. Oh, yes. I always say that when you have it too good, you got to start making things up. Mm -hmm. um, but I, th that's not to say that everything is good right now. No, it's not. But, but it's definitely better than it was. Always better than it was, but. Possibly. It just depends on what you're comparing it to, like I said. Right. We don't know everybody's experiences and stuff like that. Like, to somebody who is 10 years away from retirement, to somebody who's four months in, away from retirement, the economy crashing affects that person that's four months away because now that four months, he's has to extend it or she has oh, to extend yeah. it. So, like, we could say, oh, well... 13 months. Well, 13 months to somebody who was expecting to retire in four months, that's a long time, right? And so that's what I'm saying. It's all based off of people's experiences. But I do understand what Kelby's point is as far as self-accountability, all that kind of stuff. I think it's extreme for people to be like, this is like the world is over and we can't make it through it. If that's the message that people are trying to send, that's wrong. But for people to say this is the worst that it's been in a long time or this is the worst that I've ever had to deal with, I think that's accurate. And it, because of, to a lot of people, they've never seen gas prices this high. To a lot of people, they've never gone to the grocery store and not been able to find chicken. To a lot of people, they've never gone to Wingstop and have to get thighs. Because there's not enough wings. So, like, to act like this is just normal, I don't think that's true. 
That's not, yeah. We shouldn't act like it's normal. But at the same time, we shouldn't act like um, we can't we can't adjust. Sure. You know, it's privileged to sit there and be like, oh, I can't eat because it's not wings. You know, like, yeah, like, that's like that, the, there's the, yeah, you can it, do it. But what I'm saying is we also shouldn't lose sight that it seems like we're regressing mm-hmm. because we shouldn't go to a grocery store and not be able to find chicken wings like that shouldn't be the first world country that we live in. Mm-hmm. There's things going wrong, whether you want to blame it on one person or just I'm sure it's a conglomeration of a bunch of different things. But to act like that, we should be okay with that, I think is not okay. Because that means people aren't working. That means processes are being interrupted. That means a lot of things aren't going right. Now, I'm not smart enough to understand where it's going wrong. But I am I think I'm aware enough to be like, dude, I shouldn't not be able to find chicken wings at the grocery store mm-hmm. in 2022 in the United States. Yeah, but I mean, a lot of, to end this, a lot of this has to do with covid you know, there was there was things, factories shut down for a while. We depending on other countries, other countries have different guidelines and protocols to what's open, what's not open. We're forgetting that we are shaking hands and making deals with so many different parts of the world mm-hmm. that we're not only if we're only making our food here in the United States, we'd probably be fine. Yeah. But the fact that we are getting food from one country, water from another country, this, that, and the third, and they all have different protocols for if we are actually making things right now, if we're not, what's on the ships, who's working the ships, do we have a labor shortage? All these things all are a domino, mm-hmm. domino effect. So it's, uh, it's, it's difficult for me to hear like, oh, we have a, you know, the Uber driver the other night, he bought the Kia Telluride or whatever it is. And he was like, I just had to wait eight months for it. Biden. I'm like, okay. First of all, your big issue is that you couldn't get your 40 plus thousand dollar car in the time that you wanted. And it's Biden's fault. That's come on. Could be. It wasn't like the thing about it was this wasn't an issue two years ago. Yeah, but. That's what I'm saying. But I do understand COVID plays a role in it, but how, like, not seeing that this was going to be an issue, I think is a problem with leadership. Well, that's when I go back to the people that say people over profit, shut the economy down, it doesn't matter. If our president was that way, which he was, Mm -hmm. you got to put some blame at his feet. Well, not all of it, because not all people I said are some, yeah. but you're trying to, you're trying to say it's none of it is his fault. That's not what I'm saying. Well, then that's what I'm saying. Like when you say people get upset because they blame it on Biden, maybe it's not all of his fault, which mm-hmm. it isn't. It's never all of anybody's fault. Right. But, but that's, to act that's like it's the not, feeling. well, that's what I'm saying. Like if you're the CEO of a company mm-hmm. and things go wrong with your company, even if it might not be a hundred percent your fault uh-huh. at the end of the day. The buck stops with you. Right. It's 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 bad leadership to be like, no, nah, it was some person five steps under me. It was that person's fault. I don't That's think either things should happen. I think people should look at the circumstance and say, all right, this is what happened. This is what we can do to to solve this issue. But I think the finger pointing and it's this person, so it's that person. Like, we are literally forgetting that we just went through one of the most confusing periods of time in a very long time. There's everybody took to COVID very differently. Mm-hmm. So, to like, with the gas prices and things like that, 
I do look at Biden. I'm like, okay, your policies definitely affect this. But do I blame? Do I blame him for the Taco Bell chicken shortage? I mean, yeah. I I don't know. Like that just seems. Tack it on. (laughs) You know what I mean? It just doesn't seem right. It does. It doesn't seem like thoughts that are fully fleshed fleshed out. So that that's all I'm saying. But either way. At the end of the day, I don't want people to misinterpret what I'm saying and and think that, like, just act like nothing is wrong. I'm just saying utilize your anger in a way that, A, is not self-destructive, and B, doesn't make you feel like your mental health is going into the trash can, and then utilize it so that in the future you can make decisions that best support what you want in life. But that we have people don't recognize this, but we are having a mental issue in this country and every single day it does not help to see all this bad news being thrown in your face all day all night and then eventually it's just because of him and it's like there's just it's it doesn't seem like the right thing to do it just seems like everybody just take a second take a breather and just i went to a club last night it was mad people there okay i see one person complain about the shot the cost of tequila all right, and there was no, there was, there yeah. was no shortage on tequila. No, I'll tell you that. Penny pitching at the bar, like five, right. ten. I yeah. saw, I saw brothers oh, I ain't going down. Okay, I saw brothers <laughs> going to women. Yo, let me get you three drinks. <laughs> I thought, I thought it was inflation. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like, everybody just who saw? You know, take a yoga yeah, class. I think, you, I think you're right too because even if Biden's not the president, that doesn't mean all of these situations are going away either. Like. It's not going to be solved overnight, but that's kind of why I started it when I said, like, you just got to find a way to, 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 to be happy, regardless of what's going on in these circumstances, whether it be spending time with family, spending time with friends, finding things to get out of the house and, you know, do things that fit your budget or plan ahead, things like that. But yeah, don't be all doom and gloom for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's always a way to be happy. Right. There you go. All right, y'all. That's the episode. If you're not listening to this, there's there's something wrong with you. <laughs> hold on, hold on. It's part of the problem. No. <laughs> and <laughs> you're what's wrong with America. <laughs> and uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Um, please, if you are interested in um, in this show, go on to our Instagram page. Send our page to like seven people, seven friends. I know some of you guys only have one friend, but cool people only here okay <laughs> send the show to seven friends send our pod our podcast instagram page to seven friends and then say these guys post the funniest memes they ask the funniest questions in the story and you should follow them and listen to their show okay and if you if you do that i will give you a really big hug and sunil will as well i will i won't i've been told i give great hugs as well